0: If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold.
1: Welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Because uh, I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. And we're here with uh, Lorenz Sell and Natasha Sell. uh, Joining us all the way from Berlin, Germany. Uh, they are the uh, the originators, the inventors, the creators of sutra. And uh, when I first met uh, Natasha and Lorenz last year, one of the things that uh, was a, a real factor in the uh, communication in our uh, getting to know each other was the idea of peace. And with the uh, Bravehearts Radio, uh, summer theme, kicking off now. Uh, purpose and peace. I thought it's appropriate to um, invite uh, Natasha and Lorenz onto the show and, uh, and talk about peace in, in our world, in our, in our days. Uh, welcome.
2: Thank you, Brian. It's so good to be here with you as always in conversation, especially when it is around this topic of how do we contribute to peace on this planet. So wonderful to be here.
3: Yeah, it's Thank great you. to be here Brian. Thank you for having us.
1: You know, it, there's something about um, about peace and and so much of of what we what we want in the world that it it needs to begin with us inside, I think, right?
3: Yeah, and that's the question, right? <laughs> how, how do we
1: how do we find that inside internal peace? Yeah. Well, and I know um, Daniel Gutierrez is, uh, has become a really great friend over the past year, and um, uh, we're doing the uh, retreats at Catalina in Peru that he has now, and one of the things he says is, is you can't give away something you don't have. You, know, you 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 need to love yourself first, and then you can love others. And I thought that you know that that is an interesting perspective because so often I think you know in my growing up it was uh, a lot of wow you you um, you you really have to love others and 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 maybe put yourself second, um, not maybe not maybe, but uh, that that was really kind of the 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 the, the perspective that I grew up with. Um, how about, how about you how did you how you know the, the question I like is how did you get where you are you know, <laughs> what, uh, what how did what was the path
3: well, well there's something that just came up for me with what you were sharing about you know inner peace, which is um, I forget where I read this. I think it was Thomas Merton, but something around um, he was sharing about his journey into um, solitude and silence and how our pursuit of um, external solitude or silence or peace um, can can be contradictory to just our internal solitude or peace. You know, there's something really interesting there about this relationship between internal and external peace and, and, and also just what does it mean to be internally at peace, you know, because we live in a world where there's conflict, there's disagreement. Um, and how how do you find it within yourself to to hold a container full of that? How do you find it within yourself to somehow really have an inner peace even when around you there may be um, things that you know irritate you or rub you the wrong way or or you know downright aggravate you so i don't think i just i don't think I fully answered the exact question question that you were asking about. How did I get to this point? Um, yeah, but I, I for me, I'll say just my own journey is 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 really an aspiration to get to that point, to get to that quality mm-hmm. of, um, I you know, a, a much deeper equanimity and and kind of just recognizing um, recognizing within myself a quality of awareness of of being mm-hmm. aware of circumstances and 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 then stepping into a practice of. Identifying with that awareness rather than the circumstances, and and you know, at least for me, where I am right now, that's that's a that's an everyday practice.
2: hmm Yeah. Natasha. Yeah, I think Lorenz um, is touching on certain you know aspects of this, and for me, um, I'm also just like curious always to learn from others. Maybe the listeners here, you know, what are what are you doing to cultivate that inner peace for yourself? You know. Is that something that, you know, we, you know, we think about um, regularly? I think there are moments in life, especially, you know, when we go on retreats or we go away and we really dedicate and devote time to um, our own kind of self-discovery and inner inner landscape exploration that we experience those moments and aha moments like, hmm, you know, there's really something mm-hmm. there for me, Um to hold on to or to explore or to cultivate. But in the everyday life, it's it's hard to, you know, take those pauses when you're in it, right? And just go, go, go in our world. Um, but I think for me, just even having my morning practice and the evening time just to kind of reflect on the day and do some kind of reflective practice and really build in, even when we hold our you know, Zoom calls and we're on these long Zoom calls to just bring in a moment of stillness to just be still for one minute and just to listen to your breath and to your heart. And um, that sometimes can just make a big difference.
1: You know, the, and I've gotten to know you, uh, the two of you, through um, Zoom calls and uh, the, uh, the the Sutra learning platform um, which is absolutely magnificent and wonderful, and recommend uh, to people all the time. Um, you you have a the, the, both of you have a, a demeanor of calm, and it's a it's a sense of of um, of calm that I that I see at the um, the quiet end of a spectrum where uh, calm is the confident that it's a calmness that's a confidence uh, but not shyness it uh, shyness being that quiet with fear as opposed at the other end uh, cockiness is that uh, ebullience with fear Um, where and um, charisma perhaps is the uh, ebullience or um, uh, with with confidence I don't know if that if that really makes sense, but I I compliment you on that because you you bring you bring peace where you go, and um, in in this context, I I can't think of a nicer compliment for Here. you. I, I, I really that's appreciate that. That's, a, that.
2: that's a that's a that's a Thank big you deal so much, to me, Brian. For me, what's coming up for me as you share that, I, I really. Um, you know, I, I, thank you. Uh, but I think for me, it's not even like a calm, but um, it's 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 a practice that we've really worked on over the last many years of just deep listening, really becoming present and listening to not what's not only what's being shared with words, but really listening to what's in the space between the words and what's in the space between the people in the group that we're, you know, we're in. And um, I think that listening creates this presence and this feeling of, you know, that's that's what I think we're, where we're trying to get to with this, you know, what does it mean to contribute to peace in the world is, you know, for us, it's really this, you um, Cultivation of relational spaces where we really develop this deep presence with each other and listen. And I think, you know, deep listening is a huge part of that. So that's,
1: yeah. That's fantastic. We're going to explore that a bit more. Uh, Right now, we need to go to break and um, have some very important messages from our sponsors. Please stay with us. We will be back on the other side of 60 Seconds.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org.
1: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time the number 1 internet talk station where your opinion counts. Voiceamerica.com.
0: You're part of Brave Hearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back, Brave Hearts. You're listening to Brave Hearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist because. It's your parade i just help make sure you're in it um with uh with me today talking about uh, peace um lorenz cell and natasha cell they are the originators the founders the creators of sutra uh, you can find uh, sutra at sutra dot c-o that's s-u-t-r-a dot c-o or just uh, look for all of the information on the braveheartsradio.org website we've got all the links to our our guests and and their endeavors on the uh, on the website now welcome back you know we in the first segment we talked about um, you know how how we got a little bit about how we got where we are and i, I complimented you I, uh, on the, the the peacefulness that you bring to any encounter the calm the uh, the confidence that I see and I, I think that's an appeal that uh, that you have to the people that are a part of the Sutra community which has been a, a wonderful group of people to engage with over this past year
3: I can share a little bit about um, yeah. kind of what comes up when you you um, when you talk about this calmness or this confidence and, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a, there's kind of a a very particular moment in my life that, that, that comes to mind for me around, um, an, an, an attribute that I think really helps me hold space the way that I do. And it really revolves around this understanding of humility. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember I was on a, on a 10 day retreat and, there was a, a person in my life that um, kept coming up for me and, and um, I was feeling very agitated. Um, there was a person that would, you know, kind of often somehow, a close friend of mine that somehow kind of often um, agitated me or in some way. And I was reflecting on why this was so. And, uh, and there was a moment where uh, I realized that um, the reason I was agitated was because um, that person was very... Confident about something that was important to me that I ultimately I was unsure about, and um, something that was important to me but I was unsure about, and and so there was a kind of a defensiveness and you know an agitation that was coming up for me, and when I could really Mm -hmm. um, presence that, it um, it kind of it opened up a space of curiosity for me and 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 so that that was like the beginning of what i what I kind of label as humility for me, but the definition I give that is a lasting awareness of my own arrogance mm-hmm. and And so what I mean by arrogance is simply just like the innate biases that are there and this innate mm-hmm. uh, desire to be right or to think that I know better or that I know something or that I need to know something mm-hmm. and And so it's not that those things don't happen anymore they happen all the time um, But what is there for me is, is just a lasting awareness of that arrogance that that when I can come back to that, um, allows me to just open up a little bit and really just be with another person or at least be curious about the other person's perspective. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That 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 sounds, Lorenz, That sounds very humble in itself. Your description of this, um, you know, fessing up to arrogance is uh, that's a that's a tough one for us. And then, uh, um, you know, being having the courage to say, you know what, I was wrong. Um, there was a time, um, Sherry and I were uh, doing some fundraising work with the uh, Brave Hearts for Kids. Uh, pediatric cancer organization that we still work for you know um, and there was a consultant that we were working with and we, he and I just could not get along we just I, I didn't like him and, um, uh, and and when we got together I think it was pretty clear that we didn't like each other um, and one night I was um I was was just a quiet moment and I, 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 I said to Sherry, you know, I, I think I understand why I don't, I don't like him. It's because I recognize things in me, in him that I don't like. And, uh, Dang if I didn't get the biggest hug from my wife that night. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, mm-hmm. So, so I, 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 I took that to mean, I, I think I must have got that right.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> Natasha, your turn.
2: <sighs> I don't know what to add to that. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm still working on my arrogance and humility. I think it's, it's a practice just like anything in life. Mm-hmm.
3: i think I think that's the thing to to really like um, get though is the practice aspect of it right it's it, It's like ultimate mm-hmm. arrogance to think that you don't need to practice it There's this you know yeah, someone right. one a very wise person once told me that that humility is the um self protective virtue you know and that you, you no one's going to be like, "I am the most
1: humble person
3: <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know
1: it's always practice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, he is the most humble person, and uh, if if you don't believe it, just listen to him. He'll tell <laughs> yeah. you. you know?
3: <laughs>
2: I do feel like there's there's really something there, Brian and and Lorenz, in what you're both sharing around this, you know, the reflection piece. How really when there's something that's it's interesting to really become aware of the things that bother us. And when we think about, you know, peace and conflict, and what are the things that aggravate us and agitate us, or the people, or, you know, how do we really turn that back around and see where is that in us, and why, what's the source of that agitation, and, and, and really sit with that and really look at that and see, you know, how can we process that, you know, and maybe if we can't really see it, sometimes we have blind spots that we can't figure out ourselves. And maybe it helps to bring in somebody like a loving wife or a partner or somebody who can really reflect that back and explore that with you, you know, like, I'm really agitated by this person. Why? Like, is there, am I not seeing something there that's, you know, (laughs) is is this because it's in me too? Or, you know, so it's, it's just an interesting Mm -hmm. way to look at life and people.
1: Well, a lot of times that self-discovery, what I what I call the "aha" moment, you know, that uh, that thing that comes from within, is um, uh, is so much so much more important than being told something. Because if uh, if if I'd been told, "Well, the reason you guys don't get along is he's just like you," well, that would have re- encountered some resistance. Mm-hmm. Like I'm nothing like him, you know. <laughs> but having it having it come as a realization, and I and and isn't isn't one of the problems that we that we see, in in, in individually and in relationships and in, and in in the world uh, regarding peace the idea that uh, wouldn't things be great if someone else changed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this is really the
3: power. I mean, this is really what's drawn us to the work that we do, and, and the power of relational spaces mm-hmm. is that. You know, ultimately these things that you're talking about, you, you have to discover them for yourself and, um, having a mirror, having a safe space where that reflection can be processed, um, with the support of other people Mm -hmm. where you can really discover things and practice new ways of being, um, that you, it's such a, it's such a rare thing and Mm -hmm. it's, it's such a powerful thing it's it's ultimately for me that's the recipe for um for peace
1: Mm -hmm. and you you mentioned relational spaces and and that's what you do at uh, sutra um create the opportunity for people to be in spaces where they relate to one another
3: i mean ultimately for us the way the way i the way that we look at it is is that these qualities we're talking about, they're, they're a practice and they really benefit from being mm-hmm. in a safe space where you can practice things. Things like deep listening, things like empathy, really feeling another person, feeling felt, um, being able to presence and surface and speak uh, certain things that might be very deep for you that are difficult to share and have another person receive that. Um, that those are ways of being that are, that are compatible with Many different activities. You know, you don't don't just have to take a course about relational presence and peace to practice them, right? And so, mm-hmm. with our work with sutra, the idea is really that um, first that learning experiences provide an opportunity for to practice ways of being, and that people can learn anything, whether it is meditation or whether it's marketing or mathematics or permaculture. That the that the way of being is 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 a kind of a, a secondary. Learning opportunity—the way of listening—and and not only is it just a learning opportunity for kind of um, for developmental purposes, you know, for our own self-awareness and our relational awareness, but also a way of being that ultimately surfaces much deeper insight around the topic being explored, just by virtue of the depth of awareness that people are exploring it at. Hmm.
2: And I think it just again coming back to it starts with what's you know, how we feel inside ourselves. So how how present and how aware are we of ourselves in our internal state first and then connecting with another human and connecting with a small group of people and kind of building that ripple out to really, you know, then connect to your network and your environment and, you know, your workplace. So I think that um, definitely has a ripple effect that starts with you.
1: Yeah, let it let it begin with me, and let it begin with us. I mean, yeah, I can enjoy a moment of silence here. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's there's something from the uh, uh, I remember learning at the National Speakers Association, and I think it's from Mark Twain, he said. Uh, uh, the The right word well chosen is golden, but a well-timed pause is priceless. And uh, I, I I found that's one of the most difficult things for me to do in the uh, in the radio show because there's there's a sense that, Oh, you can't have any, can't have any, any, uh, any quiet airtime on the show. <laughs> you know, I think there's um, at the studio there are alarms that go off after about uh, seven seconds of hey nobody said anything, but that's a long pause in in speaking. Um, so we um, coming coming up against another break. Uh, we will be back with uh, Natasha and Lorenz Sell from Sutra uh, after these messages. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of.
0: As the mission specialist, Brian Reinhold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important, it's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinhold at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Streaming live. The
1: leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. And like I say, it's because I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure the trip gets accomplished. Love doing that. found that that was a really important part of, of who I am Um coming into the third segment i always say something about the national day calendar nationaldaycalendar.com one of the great sponsors of the brave hearts for kids pediatric cancer charity and um, uh, june 14th is uh, flag day in the united states uh, uh, international bath day and um, I don't know if that's a nod to uh, the University of Bath in England or something like that. Pop Goes the Weasel Day, Strawberry Shortcake Day. Um, we, we are um, celebrating every day, and I'm uh, going to be starting uh, some, um, some writing with the National Day calendar. We have things in particular about heroes of the day. And I, I really enjoy writing about the... Um, uh, the The heroes of uh, given national days. I think it may have started with um, Florence Nightingale, and there was um, there was a um, uh, was it the Charge of the Light Brigade Day or something like that? It was uh, something that happened in the Crimean War long, long ago, and Florence Nightingale invented nursing. Uh, on the battlefields Um, she was born uh, i think it was may 21st um 1820 so it was about 201 years before uh before that day so that was one of my first hero stories for uh for national day i'm also going to be um uh, hosting or emceeing the um, uh, Celebration Nation event in Las Vegas uh, coming up uh, September 10th through the 12th this year. Uh, really looking forward to that, and of course uh, Marlo Anderson, Anna Devere, um, both have been uh, integral parts of the uh, Bravehearts Radio Show and uh, and fun guests uh, always. So uh, looking forward to that, um, Natasha. And Lorenz Sell from Sutra are my guests today. Um, you've got some. Uh, you've you've got some learning opportunities coming up within the Sutra community, uh, also in September, if, if I understand right.
3: Yeah. So we have our primary offering, which is the transform, called Transformational Teaching Online. It's a seven week mentorship program where they really take everything that we've learned. Um, working with hundreds of educators and organizations and really distill it into um, a program where we where we model what's possible as far as creating a relational space, as far as creating an experience that really invites very deep levels of um, conversation, of connection, presence, um, awareness. I think what... Um, yeah what what makes the program unique is that we don't we don't just kind of tell you how to do it. we really give you an experience of it
2: mm-hmm. yeah, which speaks to what you were sharing before, Brian, about really the you know the value of discovering for yourself you know what's possible, so in this case, you know it's we we take people through an experience so they can discover for themselves not only what's possible to create in the online environment between people. But really, what's possible um, to feel, you know, when they're in this kind of environment, and what's possible in in the kinds of relationships and connections that can be created between people in this online space. So it's it's really discovering the possibility, and then uh, learning to apply it to your own offerings and courses that you want to create. So again. Speaking to that ripple effect, you know, experiencing it with us in the Transformational Teaching Online program and then taking that out into the communities that um, they're working with or facilitating experiences for.
1: You know, there's, um, there's a story that, um, that, that Sherry tells about when she was in college and she was, um, um, well, she was what, what they referred to as the girl girl. In the IT program at the University of Arizona because she was the only girl in the IT program and um, there was a teacher's assistant not a full professor who was uh, who was only a couple years older than the students and she talked with him one time about how how did he get to know all this he said well I'm really only a couple weeks ahead of you he would learn what he needed to learn in order to uh, teach it to the class and what i found is that in order to really be good at something, to really, to really understand it well myself, it really helps to prepare to show it to someone else. And to, when we show something to someone else, when we teach something to someone else, it's something that we, we really take to heart and it, it becomes part of who we are, maybe more so than if we just study something. And so, from my perspective, having been through the TTO program, uh, I, I see it as something that even for someone who is not uh, actively seeking to present a course to the general public or to, um, to you know to large groups or, or what have you, uh, it can be beneficial for for all the relationships that we have, starting with ourselves from within, and um, and even the the one to one convening that we do. Well, you just shared remind,
3: reminded me of a quote um, from Yogi Bhajan, um, which is, if you want to learn something, read about it. If you want to understand something, write about it. If you want to master something, teach it. Wow. <laughs> and uh, from Yogi, Yogi Bhajan, he 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 kind of fell into disrepute over the last couple of years over some allegations, okay. but he does have some great quotes. Oh
1: yeah. Well, you know, I uh, someone told me I don't use humor enough in the show, and I, I you know, everything reminds me of a story, and and uh, that reminds me of the story of the, uh, the the great catcher for the Yankees, Yogi Berra, <laughs> who, uh, who who said something like, um, you know. 90 uh of the things i said are half made up something like that (laughs) he was he was was famous for his malapropisms Mm. Mm. but there's something really
3: true and i discovered this over and over about um if you really want to understand something teach it and and that's that's actually kind of baked into also into the structure of our program where um where each of the participants gets an opportunity to to hold space for other participants Mm -hmm. and then one of the biggest learnings from the program isn't just that about you holding space but actually you participating in everyone else who's holding space so really discovering um the very different flavors that people have because you you know this this quality of presence and really creating a space of relational presence um, the person holding that space there there's something that of theirs that that kind of gets imbued in in the in the flavor of the container, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to to you know to really experience that directly with different people holding space in a in a in an environment that invites that kind of meta reflection. Um, there, there's something really there that you're that you're really getting to. Um, getting to discover something for yourself you know it's not these mm-hmm. these qualities we're talking about things like deep listening or really feeling a person or feeling or being felt they're not um they're not intellectual you know they're not of they're not of the intellect and and i think that's really key here because we're really talking about something um, even in this dimension of peace and purpose and we're really mm-hmm. talking about something that's um that's embodied. It's it's not an intellectual. You know, peace is not an intellectual concept. It's an embodied. It's an embi- It's a it's a way of being um, that you mm-hmm. you discover through, um, you know, directly, kind of through through the felt sense.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. And humans really are. You know, you're just sharing. Lorenz brought this up for me that you know as as individuals, humans were all so unique and amazing, right? Every every person has their unique energetic imprint and how they, for mm-hmm. example, hold space, right? Like how they create a space and hold space. And you can give people the same script and program to follow and you'll have a completely different experience based on how they've created that space and the energy that they bring. So it's really, um, you know, it's amazing to see Different people create experiences online and, and be you know being able to participate in those. So yeah.
1: Natasha, is there a, is there a favorite example of uh, of something that's been that you've seen created over the last year that you might come to mind?
2: In the online space, I mean I, for me a favorite example, not with a specific individual, but I, I think for me it's just... The quality of vulnerability and authenticity that comes out in a space where people feel safe and, you know, that's created in this, you know, we call them brave spaces, safe spaces, brave spaces, you know, where someone mm, creates a space as a facilitator and holds that container for people to really show up and... um, and share what's there for them, whether it's you know mm-hmm. something good or considered whatever negative. Um, but to have a space to be fully authentic and vulnerable, you know, to share our pains, to share our challenges, to share um, things that are maybe more hidden and in the shadows. And you know, I think in the in the last year of the pandemic and the solitude that people have experienced. To have a place where that can be shared is so critical and important for people to um, to feel that it's okay, right? And to feel that they're being witnessed and perhaps even reflected back to them that they're not alone. And that there's others that also feel that. And um, that to me is, has been a really... Um, Incredible opening in this online space with the technology that we have that people all over the world can connect to each other in these more personal and intimate ways.
1: Yeah, and that you know, the um, it seems like uh, recently one of the things that has come up is uh, what have you learned over COVID? And um, for me, it's something along the lines of um, all of the relationships around the world. That have been established this last year, something I refer to as the tail side of the COVID coin. Um, we'll we'll come back uh, on the on the other side of the break and, and uh, bring things home with uh, Natasha and Lorenzell here on Bravehearts Radio. Stick with us. We'll be back on the other side of sixty.
0: us on twitter at voice TRN. get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn brave hearts radio is sponsored by brave hearts for kids a national pediatric cancer charity our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information... Contact Brian Reingold at Mission Specialist at BraveheartsRadio.org.
1: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's one 472 5788 You may also email Brian. His email is specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You know, it's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. We're going to Machu Picchu this year, December 12th through the 18th, BraveHeartsAdventures.org. You can find us on the BraveHeartsRadio.org website, too. BraveHearts Adventures is taking our first major adventure to Peru, to the Catalina Retreat Center, Daniel Gutierrez's place. And I mentioned Daniel. has been on the show many times now it's a it's a dream come true for me uh 11 years ago i wrote a story about a perfect day at some time in the future that included a retreat somewhere with thought leaders from around the world and one of the features of this place it it had a red tiled roof in fact that was such a prominent feature that it became the title of the story so when when we're driving around we'll see hey there's a house with red tiled roof and we should see if it's for sale you know <laughs> uh but the red tiled roof is a um is a relational space and that trip to uh catalina in december and to machu picchu uh, as uh, one of the highlights of the trip is something really looking forward to. We've got that planned for next year as well. And uh, exploring uh, Kilimanjaro as another uh, Bravehearts adventure for 2022. Um, and I, I see these as uh, relational spaces, the retreats, the thought leaders, the, um, uh, what I think of as a Socratic wisdom discussion. Um, in a philosophical discussion with with people, um, that, uh, there's really nothing that uh, that I enjoy more than that. I suppose um, it, it, you wanted to um, uh, get into a little bit more detail about the relational spaces, Natasha, and the and and how that works.
2: Yeah, I was just thinking of some examples of the kinds of things that we've seen happen in the online space that have been really incredible and I think a lot of the power of these relational spaces comes from the facilitators doing this work in person like leading retreats or weekend workshops and working with people in person for a long time and then when COVID hit you know they had to transition to uh, bringing this work into the online environment And, uh, you know, for some, there was, you know, an exploration. How do we really do it? But we've seen, you know, we've seen um, shamanic drum journeys on Zoom that really took people into, uh, you know, kind of these exploratory self-discovery spaces. We've seen, we've done campfires. I believe you were at some of our campfires, virtual campfires, where we brought hot chocolate and music and, you know, had that conversational space between a community of practice, really looking to, um, you know, connect and more, maybe connect more in informal ways, all the things that we miss maybe doing in person and just um, how possible that is to recreate and kind of the creativity that comes from people when um, exploring different ways of bringing the kind of work that, not even the kind of work, but the kind of fun we used to, you know, have in person and bringing that into the online space, you know, the quality of, of play between people and what does it mean to play and do theater and um, create music and art and all these things in a relational way, you know, online and, and having the, the sharing space there to really, you know, be together in that.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the um, I think I was uh, one of the, one of the sutra... Uh, events that I was at and I was in a breakout with someone and for some reason we were describing what we bring to it and I thought um, I, I said I, I'm playfulness that's that's my contribution to um to, to to being involved with things, and I I um, I think you know you know Craig Neal, um, he he asked me. He said, "Are you Mr. Rogers?" He said, "Because you got so many props, you got something for everything, um, and uh, just within within reach of the desk here, apparently." <laughs> Curious what your desk looks like.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we may find out.
2: Um, Lorenz, uh, something.
1: Uh, but the relational spaces well, I, I'm
3: curious to hear your own take on you know your your theme is is purpose and peace so'm I'm, I'm
1: curious to hear your take on um, on this territory you know it, well I appreciate that um, I decided that it would be it would be beneficial to the to the show to the listeners and even to the guests to to everyone involved to have a theme to really really say th- this is where we're Maybe this is the, the river channel we're seeking um, and uh, t- talk about purpose and peace. Purpose is, is such an important aspect of, of what I do because, you know, as a mission specialist, my, 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 uh, my role is to, to help people to find their purpose, to help people to find, um, to help organizations to find uh, see what their vision is what that um what that puzzle looks like and so i I thought um purpose and the social enterprise was the spring theme and uh, purpose and peace was something that i thought well let's let's do that so we we have um we have i have uh, shows lined up with with people that i think have have something Interesting and important to say about that. My my own thinking on on peace is that I I, I think there are three things that that I've identified that contribute to worldwide peace and prosperity, um, and they're a little little bit um, independent and and uh, quite a lot interrelated as I see it. The first is clean water everywhere. Um, the idea of of just having water that we can we can that we can use right out right out of our tap that we could drink right out of the hose in our yard is is a uh, is a luxury that we take for granted in uh, in much of the world, um, you know. It's something like a child every forty seconds dies because of lack of clean water, and it's those are excruciating statistics that. That's an area where um, where we we have an opportunity to um, improve the world, and uh, that would contribute to peace. The second is empowered girls, and I say girls specifically because the idea of educating girls is is still not universal uh, in our world. and uh, the uh, uh, the the lack of of um, of that better half of humanity, uh, making that uh, full capability contribution is something that will, and when as as we solve that, that that'll have a tremendous um, impact on world peace. And then finally, spiritual connectedness—the uh, idea that um, we are all connected that we are all in fact part of the same thing and um you know the understanding the awareness of that when um you know so many of us grew up in in different cultural religious backgrounds in particular um i remember being so happy when i asked my my daughter marcella um you know, are you, are you are you going to church? Doing that? She said, "Ah, no, I'm not not really." I said, "Well, what do you believe?" She said, "What if they're all right?" And and I I thought that sounds a lot like my own thinking on the on the on the on the idea that um, we, we're so connected at our core, at our heart, in our spirit that. There is nothing that can that can really divide us, um, except for perhaps our our conscious desire to be separate. And um, so that maybe a little bit more of a ramble there than I intended, but <laughs> I thank you for the uh, for the.
3: For well, it the kind of speaks to this um, humility theme of um, you know what if they're all right or what if I'm not as right as I think yeah. I am you know and there's something to. Um, to kind of let go of, in, in you know in in the concept in the context of peace and conflict, or and not necessarily conflict, you know, in the big global level, but conflict on the micro interpersonal level of just our day to day relationships and the little disagreements we have, and the yeah. you know the, that kind of piece of um, you know what if the other person's right? What if everyone's actually right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, really. Um, holding space for that possibility and and creating um, creating curiosity you mm-hmm. know around just understanding mutual understanding
2: and I also yeah. feel like this you know this spiritual interconnectedness that you speak of Ryan I, I feel that there's an opportunity for us to really discover each other in the, especially in this kind of relational spaces where there can be these relational spaces opened up where we kind of um, and we do, we do some of this work in our Transformational Teaching Online program where we really take people out of the head space and, and allow mm-hmm. people to connect on a, an embodied level. So what is it like if we just connect on the heart space or in the like embodied space mm-hmm. or in the creative space to really um, see each other and experience each other outside of what's happening just up here in the mind, right? Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Final thoughts in the in the in the last minute here. <laughs> um,
3: you know, I think I think peace and purpose are a practice. You know, we like to mm-hmm. put these kind of um, very solid definitions on it, and then maybe mm-hmm. a person doesn't feel like they have a sense of purpose or you know what is peace anyway. And I, I think mm-hmm. um, all of these things are labels on. Um, on a way of being that is ultimately um, something that is very um, progressive, evolving and um, open-ended. And, and, and that really that's just about that, that space of practice, really recognizing that any, any way of being is, is, is just a practiced way of being, and that, that really there's a lot of freedom there, a lot of um, openness. To discover that any way of being is a practice, and and discovering purpose and peace is ultimately um, just a
1: desire to do so, and and the practice of doing so. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us this week on Bravehearts Radio. My guests have been uh, Natasha and Lorenz Sell, the um, founders creators of Sutra Sutra Co. Uh, if you want to check out the uh, tto course transformational teaching online begins september 23rd and i can tell you it's it is well worth the time and uh, the investment to Mm -hmm. take part in that know thyself and uh, you will be able to um, help others uh, even better Uh, it's been a, a real joy having you join me on the program today thank
2: you so much brian
1: Next week, uh, well, not 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 really sure what uh, what uh, we're doing next week on uh, Brave Hearts Radio, but we will be continuing with the theme of of purpose and peace. And uh, remember to join us every week live at uh, three o'clock Central Time. My goodness, what would that be? That's ten <laughs> p.m. in Berlin. But we're also available twenty four seven wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, all 90-some episodes of uh, Brave Hearts Radio are available at braveheartsradio.org. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well and stay well.
0: Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.